You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. If beauty is truly in the eye of the beholder, no one understands that more than horse people. Welcome to the Barn Stories Podcast. I'm Lori Prince, editor of Equus Magazine. And I'm managing editor Christine Barakat. This podcast features our favorite essays and articles published in Equus over the past 40 years. Although Equus is known for articles on horse care and veterinary research, our editorial mission has always been guided by the bond that exists between horses and people. And each issue has featured a real-life story that celebrates how horses enrich our lives and touch our hearts. We've searched our archives, chosen the stories that resonated with our readers, and given them new life in this audio format. Longtime subscribers may recognize some of their favorite pieces. And if you're new to the Equus community, these stories will confirm that no matter what sort of saddle you sit in, a deep emotional connection to horses is something we all share. Before we listen to this episode, let's do a little experiment. Close your eyes and think about the most beautiful horse you've ever seen. Got that image in your head? Mm Mm-hmm. I have no idea what horse you're imagining, but I can almost guarantee it doesn't match the image in my mind. We all have our own notion of what makes a horse beautiful, and that's the focus of the essay featured in this week's episode. We've worked together long enough and debated enough cover images to know we have different tastes in horses. But you're right, the idea of equine beauty is incredibly subjective. And as the author of this essay points out, a lot of it has to do with our relationships and experiences with particular horses. For instance, I think small spotted horses are gorgeous. And I know that preference is best based as much on aesthetics as it is one spectacular small spotted horse I once knew. And I remember her well. In the end, it's a good thing that equine beauty isn't strictly defined. That means no matter a horse's size, shape, or color, there's likely to be someone who will find them beautiful. Let's listen to True Beauty, written by Tamar Charney and read by Taylor Autumn. The little girl at the entrance to the arena gasped and grabbed her mother's coat. Whoa, look at that one. She had spent the last 45 minutes ooing and eyeing over every horse in the barn. All were tall, sleek sport horses with perfectly coiffed manes and symmetrical trace clips. Some of these gorgeous creatures cost as much as my house. I looked up to see which gleaming athlete had elicited the girl's most excited gasp. But to my surprise, I saw she was staring at my little mare, Lady. I chuckled. Lady has very little in common with the other horses at this barn. She's a Palomino quarter horse that I bought for next to nothing. She didn't come with a pedigree or a trailer full of ribbons. And truth be told, she and I are still just learning the basics. We're not jumping fences or doing pirouettes. On a good day, we can do a circle without falling or manage a bit of a half pass. No one knows your horse's thoughts, emotions, and moods as well as you. Just as in touch as you are with their personality, Sentinel's expert nutritionists are in tune with their dietary needs. With feeds in the form of extruded nuggets to provide exceptional nutrition and formulas made for every life stage and activity level, Sentinel's wide choice of carefully crafted feeds makes it easy to find the perfect fit to better your horse's health. Learn more at feedsentinel.com slash health. That's feedsentinel.com slash health. As for appearances, our grooming standards certainly aren't on par with the other horses here. 
I let Lady get all fluffy and woolly in the winter because she lives outside rather than in a cozy stall. I think her long mane and leg feathers look cute, so I let them grow. And on this particular day, her tail was caked with dark brown mud that appeared right before it got too cold to give her a bath. In other words, many equestrians would have thought my horse looked like a hot mess. But that wasn't what the little girl saw. We've all heard that beauty is in the eye of the beholder so many times, we just kind of tune it out. But this little girl offered me a real-life example of what people have been trying to tell me since I was her age. We are told that what is beautiful is unique and personal to each of us. My favorite music might just be noise to you. Some of us hang homey cross-stitching on our walls, while others love edgy, minimalist art. What dawned on me that day was that our perception of beauty is more than just a matter of our aesthetic tastes. We also find beauty in the things that suit us best. What is beautiful to each of us reflects who we are and what we need in our lives. That little girl who was smitten with my horse may have simply liked Lady's Palomino coat or her flowing mane. But of all the horses she met that day, she felt most drawn to Lady, who was also the one horse in the barn she could safely and happily get on and ride. Lady may not know how to do a bunch of fancy things, but she knows how to take care of a beginner. She's small, she's sweet, and she ignores all the unnecessary flailing around. She'll stop if you lose a stirrup or get too far off balance. The more inexperienced her rider is, the better she behaves. I think that's part of the attraction the little girl had toward Lady. I know it was for me. I bought Lady when I was a fearful beginning adult rider. I just knew she was the horse I needed after only a couple of rides. And like this little girl, when I first saw Lady, I thought she was insanely beautiful. Lady is the horse who is right for me. And in my eyes, she is exactly as beautiful as the little girl clearly thought she was, even if no one else sees her quite the way I do. And that's the true beauty of it. Each one of our horses can be the loveliest in the world, because to us, they are. Thanks for listening to Barn Stories. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a favorite article or essay from the Equus Archives that you'd like us to feature in a future podcast, let us know. You can reach us at equusbarnstories, all one word, at gmail.com. Did you enjoy this episode of Barn Stories? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Thanks for listening. The Barn Stories podcast is a production of the Equine Podcast Network, an entity of the Equine Network.